find a baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, 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 you are listening to the world famous Behind the Baller podcast. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, also known as the Wash Lord, the Korean Earl Woods, the Korean Nick Nolte. I am joined here by my counterpart, the fattest man in the city of A-Leaf, Southwest Texas. He actually top three most fattest Vietnamese in the United States of America. He goes by the name of Air Fuck One Jimmy Fan. Uh, Jimmy Boy, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Pill Clinton, a.k.a. <laughs> Pill Cosby, a.k.a. Motherfucking Pillionaire. <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> you were listening to the world famous Behind the Baller podcast. Like I just said, this is a Dust Brothers production. That means that this is museum quality podcasting every day, all day. That is Miles Davis and Jordan Winter. You already know Dust Brothers, man. That, that is the podcast producers of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, we are recording live and direct from New York City. It is cold as shit. We caught a little snow, like a, what wasn't a snowstorm. What was that shit called? The it's snow. like a sprinkle. We caught a little sprinkle of some snow. Now today it's 20 fucking Salt six bay. degrees outside. It's snow bay. It, it don't really. It, I mean, how many times has it snowed in Houston? Since I can remember, I me mean, three times my life. Yeah. So, what, what's the ter- current temperature in Houston right now? Uh, when I left, it was like in the fifties, sixties. Oh, okay. So it's a little brisk. But it's crazy because daytime will be eighty, and then oh. nighttime will be forty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's like you know seventy-five in LA, you know. But it was definitely cold as a motherfucker. Uh, your boy got in. Um, Thursday morning, I got right to it, was not playing games, motherfuckers. If you did not know, JetBlue Mint is still the GOAT when it comes to domestic first class. There's nothing better than JetBlue Mint. There's even Mint Suite now. JetBlue Mint Suite, or is it Mint Office? That shit is next level because you don't just get a bed, but you get a desk, and it's a whole different level. JetBlue Mint Office, Mint Suite, whatever the fuck it is. But regular Mint, if you don't sit, in the couple seats, and you got your little, um, the little door, you got little, you know, you can close the door, so you had no motherfucking stalkers, um, I did have some stalkers, I had some weirdos, try to pull up on me, when I took a nap, the stewardess woke me up and said someone was waiting by the door for almost 10 minutes, and she was like, do I know, do you know him, it's like, no, I don't, I follow him, and she was like, okay, you gotta go, thank God I was asleep, um, it was actually a very, very re- weird red-eye flight, uh, I caught, a 1 a.m. flight. I've never ever, ever caught a flight after like 11 or 10.30. So I landed in New York City at 9.30. It was beautiful. Got right into the shit, you know, jumped in to go see my man, Mr. Flawless. I'm sorry, Greg Yuna. God, I keep fucking up, man. I, f- I feel so <laughs> bad that I fuck up his name. But yeah, you know, we got right into the shit, got some Russian food, was chilling. I'm, you know, I had to swap the intermittent diet a little bit, you know, have to jump into it and like, because time zone changes, right? And so I'm still on it. But now when I go back to LA time, I have a little more, more of a fast to kind of get it in. Uh, my co-host today, Jimmy Boy, he wouldn't know anything about that because this motherfucker looks like 360 pounds of chewed bubble gum right now. And yeah. like, bro, you are you asleep? <laughs> 
Bro, I'm just waiting for you to talk too much. I'm just letting you talk. Fuck you talking about, bro. It's a podcast, bitch. We talking here. <laughs> Fucking fat motherfucker. Hey, bro, seriously, man. How much weight you trying to lose for your birthday, bro? By my birthday, I got to lose 30 pounds. Okay, how you going to lose 30? You can't buy it. You know that, right? You of can't course. Just... I ain't going to buy it. I ain't going to cheat it. I, I mean, bro, have you, have you thought about getting liposuction? No. Nah, bro, how long you know me? I've, I've lost weight before. I just, you know, have my mind focused on the wrong things. Now I'm focused on the health and, you know, all that. So I'm going to get it. I know every time you call me fat boy, it's, it's you trying to motivate me to lose weight. No, I am, bro. For I real. know, for real. So, you like, know. I do care, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's why I say I, I know you do. You've been telling me this for a long time. So I so, appreciate that. Anyways, intermittent fasting is going good. I will say this. The beautiful thing about intermittent fasting is that you can eat, you know, pretty much what you want. And, uh, you know, you, you do the, the fasting, right? And I've already talked about this many times. The thing about intermittent fasting is, you know, let's say you do eat McDonald's or an ice cream or something like that, you know, and it could fuck with you later. But I got that OG 99 cent New York pizza. What was the 99 cents anymore? $1.50. But them real slices, right? Four slices, like the cheese special, the meat lovers special. I never do the meat lovers, but just I'm examining the pepperonis. It looked like the meat lovers look a little better. Shit was delicious. I know it's in the piping. They say it's the water here in New York. Had it. I'm not going to cap. Um, my interval starts at 12 p.m. And this is around 1240. So I'm ready to eat. Going to get that pizza. I eat them pizzas. About 15 minutes after I finished that four slice, I felt like shit. It wasn't like I felt like shit because I'm just eating pizza. I felt like shit because I haven't had any kind of gluten of that level. So that's a good one to pay attention to. I probably won't do pizza like that no more. But, um, you know, as soon as I get in, you already know the deal. I hit the block. The block is 47th Street, you know, and everyone decides to go fucking crazy. Every time I walk on 47th, people go mad. I don't know what the fuck it is, what the deal is, but it's all love, you know. Uh, shout out to my boy Joe and Izzy from Avions, right? Avions have been around for a long time. Um, they have been like the launching pad on 47th Street. They're the OGs in this game. Um, of course, they're related to Jacob the Jeweler. We'll get more into that later. Uh, very, very, very special interview this Thursday, dropping this Thursday. It's an interview between three jewelers from each end of the country. We got my man Jimmy Boy now, who's my co-host today. But we have Greg Yuna, me, and all of us. They've all been on the show before, but we really get into a deep jewelry discussion. Definitely. Somebody about, call it hater talk, but it's just real trill talk. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Certain things that I do want to talk about on this show, I can't. Due to my safety and my family's safety, you know, I like to talk about certain things, about certain, you know, hotels that I stay at, depending if I'm out of the country, cool, but when I'm in the city where motherfucking jackers are active, I got to be real careful about what we do, because I'm not Trax NYC, even though um, <laughs> Max did hit me up. He was uh, kind of bummed out that uh, we couldn't get up and stuff um, this trip. But yeah, man, um, my boy Joe... Avion is going through a really ugly lawsuit. And um, my heart goes out to him because I had, you know, talked to him. But then I talked to a few people that legally are helping him out. So I can't get into it. But there's a fake hate lawsuit. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Me going through a lawsuit, it fucking sucks. So again, I'd like to, uh, you know, just send my best out to the, to the Avion family because the dude is good. Um, 
Speaking of jewelry, though, and I rarely ever talk about jewelry on this show because this is a business podcast. I think people know how much I love the name jeweler on a on a jeweler name when your name is something. Oh, my name is Ben the jeweler. My name is Jimmy the jeweler. My name is uh, Jimmy Icy or something. Just I mean, look, I don't even care if you make bling like your name is Ben Bling, fucking Ben Ice or Ben Frost or whatever the fuck. That's cool, fine. Yeah. But Ben the jeweler. I mean, I know we talk about it in the interview coming up, but like, I just I hate that. So, a guy by the name of Eric Dud Jeweler, not even the jeweler, but Dud Jeweler, like Tyler the Creator, and then he finally got rid of Duh, and then called himself Tyler the Creator, and now he's getting rid of that completely. Right, he's gonna just call himself by his government. I don't even know this dude. No idea. He's actually blocked me. And then I asked Greg, and Greg said he blocked me because he thought I was fake jewelry buster or jewelry buster. Now, am I crazy? Didn't fake Joey Buster go after you heavy, like used to talk shit about you, or, or no? Uh, it was a Rolex Enforcer. Oh, uh, Rolex Enforcer, who actually lives here in New York City. I think, oh, he does? Yeah. I'm still looking forward to meeting one day. I remember he got mad because he was like, dude, this dude Jimmy Boy just put $10,000 on my head, you know, blah, blah, whatever. <laughs> some, it's like some security guard for like some, I don't know. I you just, remember? I, I put money on his head. I didn't put it on his head. I wanted to meet him. I just, you know, I was looking forward to having somebody that can disclose information so I can actually have lunch with him and, you know, really just chop it up. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> so, fake jewelry buster, though, was going hard at people. Mm -hmm. I'm almost positive he definitely talked shit about you. He probably did, too. Okay. Could you confirm with all certainty? That I am absolutely not that dude. <laughs> no, definitely. Definitely not. <laughs> so, Eric, the jeweler, who I don't even fucking know the dude is, right? Whatever. Good for him. I don't know anybody who shops with him. But I was looking through the internet. I look at the blogs. And I see that Kim Kardashian got a new chain. And I was like, all right, cool. And I look at it. First thing I think, this is a 2022. A 2020 chain was nothing that pushed the bar at all whatsoever. Mm. On a one to ten diamond scale, what would you give it? Overall? Yeah. 7.5. You give it that high? Like overall? From what I see of it? You give it a 7.5 for real? Yeah. I will say this. The diamonds, I want to be honest with you. They look like they look like VS1, VVS2s for sure. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think? You look they look, they look yeah. clean, right? Yeah, I mean, it's Kim's clean. neck. She ain't gonna put them bullshit Got in there. The now, let me ask you a question: Would you bet a hundred bands that that she gave her that chain for free? Definitely. Yeah, I'd bet a million. Yeah. that he gave her the chain for free. I, I don't know him personally, but you know, I've seen him put out some good quality work. You know what I mean? So I, I would expect it to be at least seven point five. You know what I mean? Look at Jimmy Boy with the nice, 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 nice. Words for another dude that he never met before, but, which I don't know. I'm, I'm glad you are like that, Jimmy, because that, that you know what I'm saying. Because you're a good person. Now the reason why, and I, I think because in this jury world, I'm so, I guess the people maybe humble or, or or nice is because I've heard him say fucked up shit about me too. But it's like who, Eric the jeweler. What do you say I, about I've heard you? Shit. Just uh, he's told people that he makes stuff for me at one time. He's it's all kinds of crazy stuff. He really said year. that. Yeah. Like, he said that his, him and his family make my jewelry. You know what I mean? Like, I don't make my own jewelry, stuff like that. Eric the jeweler. Yeah. 
Do, do you know what he looks like? What does he look like? Does he look like just a typical fucking dude from fucking New York? Does he look like one of them dudes? Yeah, yeah. A little dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. But you know, to me, like I said, I don't I don't really entertain that shit. That's why I'm so nice about it. Because these guys, they really not about what they about. Like they they just be talking that they be talking on the side of their neck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you guys what I give it now. On the behind the baller, Ben Baller, one out of ten diamonds rating. I would give Kim Kardashian's new chain a solid five. And that's really me being generous because I think it deserves a 4.5. You know, I, I, I told you about how the, the pinks weren't matching. That's one thing that was kind of off to me. Well, yeah, the border on the, on the Kim letters, they look like those were pink sapphires. Mm. And then the hearts or whatever it was on the little edge things. They're but really I mean, dark. okay, on a one to 10, what'd you give the design? It's typical. You know what I mean? Anybody could do that. It's typical. Anyone. Yeah, literally. Correct. Yeah. So uh, enough about that. We got a lot of jewelry talk coming up on Thursday's episode. Uh, we're going to talk about food because Jimmy's already hungry. It is barely, by the way, it is barely 10 a.m. New York City time. That means it's 7 a.m. back home. My kids are about to head to school. Um, Jimmy's kids, what are your kids doing right now? So 9 a.m. In, in Houston, where are they at right now? They at school already. Okay, they at school that's one thing. I'll tell you this right now. Jimmy is a good dad. Jimmy, as much as he eats and everything, he is a fucking solid dude. Like, I, man, you know what, though? He's actually a solid guy when Vanna was a little kid. I have known Vanna for almost all her life. All her life, since she was one. Yeah, since she was one. Um, barely know Jimmy Jr. Other ones I don't, don't know so well. Um, don't get it fucked up. Me and Jimmy have been friends for a very long time, since about 05. So that's 17 years we know each other. I've heard of Jimmy even a little bit before that, like maybe a year before that, you know, and it's just seeing where he's come now is pretty remarkable. But as a father, I got to commend him. He's, he's, in fact, he is a, am I safe? Can I say this? Like legitimately, you're a single dad. Yeah, I am a single dad. Yeah. So, you know, -time single and he, he is actually a side chick at the same time, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> so, you know, when we come here, I like to take Jimmy to go eat and stuff, right? Jimmy never pays for no bills. He's fucking crazy. He got all this cash all the time, got money. Motherfucker never pays for... How come he never pay for no meals, bro? I don't know, bro. I just, I just eat. I'm, I'm focused on eating. <laughs> By the time I look up, you paid the bill already. <laughs> Last time when we had that one meal, we are at Zuma. My absolute... Fa is, do you have a fa more favorite sushi place in New York City than Zuma? Nah, Zuma. Yeah, absolutely. Literally. So yeah, we, I was I was gonna pay. See, I was gonna pay. We had Zuma, bill was light. What six sixty? You think what was it? Somewhere? No, like I there? think it was like seven some. So right. about seven hundred dollar bill. Jimmy was gonna pay for it, and Avi fucking paid for the fucking bill. Like what the fuck? Are the yeah. chances, this motherfucker. You know what? In fact, yesterday we're at Louis Vuitton, bro, and he wouldn't even pay for the entire slides. I just got some slides. He wouldn't even pay for the whole bill. You know what I'm saying? He paid for a half of it. Now I'm playing with him. But yeah, you know, um, every time we come here, we eat good. As soon as Jimmy touched down, we went to Mamo. Definitely. In, uh, in Soho. Had a real nice, uh, fancy Italian meal. Um, what did I get? I got the strip steak. You got the Branzino. Yeah, yeah. That rigatoni was the fucking rigatoni delicious. Was we had truffle fries. Yeah, you know, I sat down with my Captain Morgan team, sat down with my agent. She's fucking the best. Um, and then, I forgot to tell you, the night before I saw you, I've been having a lot of steak. I need to chill the fuck out. I had Peter Luger's. 
oh. on Thursday night. When did you get here? Thursday or Friday? Friday. Okay. Thursday night, I had Peter Luger's, and that shit was lit. <laughs> Fucking super lit. Um, Saturday, we had the Nego event. Which was an absolute fucking movie. Literally. Was fucking insane, right? Like yeah. it was absolutely crazy, no? Super crazy. So yeah, so the Nego event was was fucking insane. I appreciate everybody, all the BTB army that were inside that was in the line. I seen you guys. I took pictures of everyone I could. There was thousands of people lined up. And I know they weren't there to see just Nego. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest with you. You know, it was the first time human made was available for sale. Uh I got to see my long term friend Terrence, aka Pusha T. Um, my boy Pharrell was in the house. Me and Pharrell got to talk for a while and chop it up. Uh, congratulations to my boy Stephen Victor and Victor Victor uh, Entertainment. Um, who else is up in there that that we saw? Jeff Staple. He's been on the show before. I've seen Jeff. Uh, Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss was there. Got a break. I actually wasn't had Jada Kiss on the show. Didn't have enough time. I'm trying to think who else. But you know what? I couldn't believe how many people came up to me outside and inside. It was fucking... I, I was actually... I was humbled. I tripped out seeing that many goddamn people. If you don't know, the pop-up is still open right now today. So if you're in New York City, go check it out. I am going to have a pop-up store collaboration at BAPE this summer. And by the way, guys, we got breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, BTB Army, we have an unofficial launch date for my BAPE Los Angeles collab, my BAPE collaboration, that is jewelry, the first time ever that Bathing Ape is doing jewelry, and we're doing some t-shirts, is going to be April 9th. That is literally like less than two weeks away. It'll be at the Los Angeles store on Melrose. Do not forget, this is a life career moment for me. I am fucking super amped up. And uh, I know it's crazy because, you know, Bape is trying to separate themselves from Nigo, and you know Nigo's trying to not think about that. He's on a different place. I don't give a fuck. I got love for both guys. There's enough space for love for everybody. It's all love is love. And uh, April 9th, guys, just so you know. Uh, Congrats on that. Congrats on that, bro. Thank you, sir. It's a big deal, bro. No, very. Trust me. It's a, it's a big fucking deal. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going global. Uh, pivoting back to the Nigo event, it was dope. We left there, and uh, I was up with my boy Kevin, who happens to be Vietnamese too. So, head of marketing for Bathing Ape. And we met up in Koreatown and we went to Baekjong, which is my favorite Korean barbecue spot. The thing is, Joe's a great dude again, by the way. Joe who owns Baekjong in uh, Koreatown and we got some official Korean barbecue. I was trying to take it light, kind of cool, whatever. He saw I was there. He brought out the Wagyu and then Jimmy, tell him what that tastes like, bro. Butter, straight up, amazing. Keep it 100. It was three of us. Mm -hmm. Two bigger dudes, one smaller guy, right? Mm -hmm. How much food did we have to eat? Like, how many could we have fed that? that Everything they gave us, we could have fed at least six people. <laughs> I was going to say five, Literally. but yeah. Six Literally. people for sure. It was it was definitely amazing. Amazing. Man, we got the kalbi. We got the motherfucking roast kui. We got the You got me want to go eat that. You, want, you may want to go eat at that place right now. Yeah. <laughs> today, we should maybe, maybe we should pop up there today, maybe. Nah, for real, for real. Yo, the shit was crazy, crazy, crazy good. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we did that. What do we do after? Oh, you know what? After me and Jimmy, uh, spread, uh, we split up and then he went and had dinner somewhere. What'd you have dinner at again? Uh, Angeli Angeletto's. How was it? Was it cool? It was good. Actually, it was really good. It was really good. It was just really hot inside there. Like they had the heat up. 
but everyone in there was like Italian. Like it was like, oh, okay. The servers that were like Hispanic spoke Italian. It was very official. So nice. I'm not gonna lie, it was it was really good. And what did you eat? Um, I forgot the name of it, but it was like a spaghetti with like dried tomatoes with like big prawns. Okay. Was, Jimmy's lying, by the way, guys. He ordered everything on the menu except thank you, please come again. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> While Jimmy was eating everything at Angeletto's, I was uh, not that far away at Los, oh, I'm sorry, Los Tacos. I was shocked to death when they, I, I, like, you know, there ain't really that many Mexicans in New York. I'm sure there are, but I'm saying like it's not a prominent spot for Mexican food and I've never really had great Mexican food. And for a long time in the 80s and 90s, they definitely lacked it. Don't know about the 2000s, but I went to Los Tacos right by Grand Central Station and I, it was all right. It was very, very decent. I, I was actually shocked. I was actually low-key surprised. And then... um what was that? That was Saturday. Yeah, that was Saturday. Sunday. You know what? Sunday was kind of lit. Sunday, me and Jimmy Boy made a reservation at Cipriani, which happens to be so weird that we talk about Grand Central Station so much because it ain't like I hang out in that area. But we made a reservation for Cipriani, the OG location, 42nd Street. Come to find out they're closed. Mm. Then come to find out there's actually a Cipriani Inside Grand Central Station, inside the fucking Grand Central train station, it's a fucking Cipriani with the full Cipriani menu, and they had a brunch menu. So me, Jimmy Boy, and my man Timmy Tokens, aka Tucker, well I should say Tucker, aka Timmy Tokens, who happens to be the largest Ben Bard to the blockchain NFT holder, who happens to reside in New York City. He came and met up with us. We chopped it up. Had a delicious, delicious. Yo, is Italian just a fucking mood for, for New York? What? Literally. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So the vibes were Italian all week. I've been here five days. Had Cipriani. You know, I'm a big fan of, you know, Mr. C. Um, Mr. C's in Beverly Hills is where I hosted London and Kaya's first birthday party. Ryder had his at the SLS. Uh, very lavish birthday events. But much love to Cipriani. And then, you know, because I'm on this intermittent diet, I had made... Jimmy, just get a whatever meal at a deli. We just had some shit because we we had. I'm just trying to eat last night and not really have anything crazy. So you know we had some chicken fingers, some fucking fries, and some whatever. It was a whatever thing. We're gonna eat something official today, whatever Jimmy wants. Except this time, who's paying? I got it. Okay, Fat Boy got it. Maybe so if I start paying, I won't eat as much. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point there That is a good point So anyways guys We're going to cut to a commercial break real quick And then we're going to talk about some sports Talk about the Oscars Talk about a whole bunch of other shit Alright we'll be right back Your miles throwing that lakey lake There you go y'all We'll be right back What's up guys This is one of my favorite times of the year March madness now it's extra special because i am making fistfuls of cash on sports bets with my partners at captainpicks.com that's our family our ncaa basketball chat is absolutely killing it and we've got up to the minute pre-game and live bets going on to help you win some life changing money there's absolutely strength in numbers and this is the best betting community out there btb army you've heard me talk about captain picks before and now we want to offer you the opportunity for new users 
to get a buy one, get one free coupon for all sports. Did you hear what I said? Buy one day, get one free. Buy one week, get one free. Use promo code CASHIT. C-A-S-H-I-T. All caps for the captains. If you're ready to step into the big leagues, you can also sign up for an annual plan that's billed monthly to get picks every day by our experts in NBA, MLB, NCAA, NFL, NHL, golf, soccer, tennis, rugby, UFC, prop bets, parlays, and more. Go to captainpicks.com. Use promo code CASHIT. It's one word, CASHIT, where winning season is always in season. CaptainPicks.com. And we're back. Um, it's Oscar. Oh, I'm sorry. Last night was the Academy Awards. I used to be uh, an avid watcher of the Academy Awards. I used to watch it. I used to get excited. And then as years went by, I'm like waiting for the end of the show. Who won the best picture? Who won the best this? Who won the best that? And then, you know, the pandemic has kind of fucked things up. Obviously, people watch more things at home. I think more people are watching TV shows. You know, um, we did go to go see Batman with the kids. Obviously, not everyone made it. They couldn't deal with the, the, the length and whatever. But I love watching movies. Jimmy, when's the last time you've seen a movie? Uh, last time I saw a movie was Batman. You saw the Batman? Yeah, I've seen it. What'd you think of it? I don't know. I like it. You know, um, it gives it like a more realistic feel. But at the same time, like the same as me being a kid growing up reading the comic books. You know, it gives it more of a Michael You know how to vibe. read it? Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> you had a bunch of snacks and shit, right, when you was eating watching the movie? Nah. Nah, I don't eat too many snacks. Did Vanna see it too like or no? Yeah, I watched it with Vanna. Okay, all right. So, yeah, man, um, I don't know about the Oscars this year, dog. I just... Look, okay, let me rewind. Hold on, first of all. Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. Let's just get this out the way, okay? Um, Jimmy didn't see it, but I saw it. He smacked the fuck out of Chris Rock. And you know what, man? Chris Rock has said some shit. Um, been out of pocket here and there. Never really went there, went there. For the most part, he's been, you know, but he's, he's look, Chris Rock is a great comedian. He said some shit here and there. He made a joke about G.I. Jane and, um, you know, about Jada Pinkett. And Jada has been expressing her... Uh, disease with alopecia, I think, for the last year or so. Publicly been, you know, I've heard about it, shit. I don't really follow what Jada goes on with. And Will's always been a pretty PC dude. Always, always, super always, right? And he didn't like it, smacked shit out of him. At first, I thought it might have been a joke. Look, and give a fuck what you fucking stupid motherfuckers think. Definitely wasn't a joke, especially the after chit-chat and everything else after. Now, what I think is going to happen is Will might have been drunk. I don't know. But I will say this. Some big comedian is going to stand up and say something. It might be Chappelle. It might be somebody else. Because, you know, now it leaves this space for people to hit people and do shit like that, right? And I'm not saying it was wrong. I'm not saying it was right. Not agreeing. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm a firm believer in, you know, um, defending your wife. I would never let nobody say some crazy shit to my wife, you know. Um, and they've been going through their trials and tribulations in the last, like, year or so through social media. Um, but yeah, dude, someone like Pete Davidson, even he goes there and certain people, you know, and some people want to fight, whatever. And it's just never been 
to that level, especially on one of the biggest stages and one of the most widest, prestigious shows in the world. So what's fucking crazy is Will Smith won Best Actor for uh, King... Um, the fuck is what again? King David, right? Uh, or King Richard. I'm so sorry. Thought the movie was good. I did end up watching it one night. Never decided to talk about it anymore because it was too late to talk about it. But just want to talk about the main winners, right? So uh, Best Picture went to Coda. Have zero fucking care to watch that fucking movie. Best Actress went to Jessica Chastain for Eyes of Tammy Faye. I... Don't know if I want to see that movie, but I'm, I'm, I'm down. You know what I mean? Tammy Faye's a wild fucking person. Um, best Supporting Actor went to Troy Kotzer. Uh, is that how you pronounce his name? For Coda? Eh. Not really give a fuck about fucking... Again, I don't, I don't care, bro. I'm not really trying to watch Coda. Uh, Jane Campion won Best Director for Power of of the dog. So I really am kind of just dumbfounded. None of these fucking movies really kind of, um, Oh, who won for the best supporting actress? Um, and again, this was fucking a weak ass fucking class this year, bro. Like, I don't know. Oh, Ariana DeBose. I forgot the first LBGTQ person to win something for West Side Story. Guess what? Fuck West Side Story. That movie was trash. And fuck that bitch-ass movie. Yeah, man, these were some weak-ass fucking Oscars this year. The only thing that was dope was Will Smith. Smack Chris Rock. But, I don't know, kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I almost missed that Will Smith shit. Thank God for fucking uh, Jordan hitting me up. And um, it was crazy. Because Drake was breaking cards last night with um, my boy Ken Golden. They're breaking uh, 86 Fleer. And they pulled a bunch of Jordan rookies. And it was crazy. But... When it comes to movies, there's a movie called Inside Game that is an NBA betting scandal movie. And it's based on a true story, and this is a fucking feature film that you could go get on and rent it. How the fuck did this movie come out and not have the most insane press on it? This is a fucking NBA ref that was fucking cheating in like 07 or 08? Yo, you best believe I'm about to watch Inside Game. I'm about to download that bitch now and watch it on a plane. And another movie I'm going to watch on the plane, finally, is I'm going to watch House of Gucci on the plane. I don't know. This Oscars is kind of weak. Let's see what the Grammys look like. That shit looks like kind of weak. But uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be a trip anywhere, period. Especially if it's in America and a major metropolitan city. It could be even a, a smaller city. If there's a Dave & Buster's, you know you're going to see me there. Okay? So, um... Me and Jimmy Boy pulled up to Dave & Buster's. By the way, I got to give a shout out to the play group, to Dave & Buster's corporate. Uh, they gave me an VIP Dave & Buster's black card. has unlimited play. Uh, I got Jimmy Boy a card. Come to find out, this motherfucker is either a cheater or he's actually really good at fucking these games. Like, bro, I can't even believe you got that hammer, the fucking, not the hammer, the... Yeah, that, that yeah, hammer where you drop, yeah. and you got a thousand points. You hit that shit, bullseye like. And then the other game with the fucking, the like, the, not the Tetris, but that like that matching up. Mm -hmm. Like Jimmy's actually pretty fun. Is there there Dan Busters in Houston? I'm sure. Yeah, there's Dan Busters in Houston. How many are there? There's got to be a There's couple. Two. And you go to them? Yeah, I go to them. 
Because you couldn't be that good just from being fucking, like, come on. You know, if you can make it, I can break it. You know what I'm saying? That's the mentality I grew up on, so. Oh, my There's God. a secret behind every system, so. Oh, my Lord. Anyways, man, um, <laughs> I had a couple super followers come to kick it. If you don't know, by the way, I do have super follower uh, access now on Twitter. So if you have Twitter and you want to follow me for a very small price of $2.99 a month, you can get exclusive things like meetups and things like that. And so one of my super followers from, um, actually only came from Ellie. Actually, I'm sorry, two super followers came. They're actually both BTB Army members as well. One dude is from Guam. And um, I forgot his name, man. Do you remember his name? Michael. Michael. No, sorry about that, Michael. And another dude named Eric uh, Della Easy. I just remember that name was so easy. Della Easy from the Bronx. He is 718 cat. They came through to kick it, played a couple games. And then me and Jimmy Boy got on that Halo. And I had to show him what time it was. Do you know what I'm saying? We had to get a little nasty. But we all, we spent, how long were we there for? I think we was on that game for about an hour. Now, how long was we that DMB for? Damn Busters. About two hours, two and a half hours. We was there for, and then remember that motherfucker tried to fight me outside? Oh, he wasn't trying to fight you. <laughs> I wish he would. <laughs> Motherfuckers trying to fight me and shit like, God damn. But look at, shout out to my super followers, my BTB Army members, uh, Michael and uh, Mr. Della Easy, appreciate you guys coming through. And then yesterday, me and Jimmy Boy, we hit the big dog area. We hit 57th Ave. You know what I'm saying? Hit Fifth Ave, 57th. You know, hit Louis Vuitton. Hit uh, hit the Bape Store. Um, hit uh, Balenciaga. Hit Montclair. Hit all this other shit. By the way, I'm sorry. Let me rewind a little bit. Jacob the jeweler. Jacob, you know, a rob off. Jacob, yes, Jacob and Co. We saw Jacob's son, Ben, at fucking... Was that crazy? Yeah, yeah, definitely. By the way, man, shout out to Ben from Jacob and Co. Seeing him there, by the way. He's, uh, you know, obviously those guys, is the that's the legend. And by the way, his boutique is right there on 57th in the prime... That's the Rodeo Drive of New York City. You know what I'm saying? But we go, and they wouldn't even let me and Jimmy inside Chanel or Montclair or other places. What do they keep saying? How long was the wait? Hour wait. Oh, you got to have an Hour appointment. 20. Yeah, I have an appointment. So we, we go to Bergdorf's, obviously. Go to Bergdorf's, get some shopping done. And, um, the, you know, Bergdorf's was fucking lit, bro. They, I wish they had their more sizes. But it was crazy walking to Bergdorf's and just, just seeing all the fresh shit they had. You know what I mean? They told me that Amiri is the highest selling brand in there. So I got to give a shout out to my longtime friend, Mike Amiri. Uh, congrats, bro. But uh, for some reason, Jimmy was just sitting down texting a bunch of fucking people. I have no idea who the fuck he's texting anyone. How could you don't want to go shop when we was in Bergdorf's? I've, I've been there a couple of times. I didn't really see nothing I liked. So I just got yeah. back. I just got to work. They didn't have the big. Actually, you know what? I was going to make a joke. Motherfuckers had like three, four X. They had big sizes in there. They Balenciaga. Did, they did. They just ain't had nothing I really, you know what I mean? I wanted these Bottega Veneta slides, man, but they didn't have my size. Um, I went to cop this stupid ass expensive Lueve uh, pullover. It's fucking gorgeous. The motherfucker was dope as fuck, but it was like, I can't believe I fucking spent that kind of money on that fucking thing. But then we walked into Louis Vuitton and I found something out that I've never known. Jimmy Boy is actually a VIP shopper at Louis Vuitton. This motherfucker has bought everything in there, all kinds of shit. And the funny thing is, I, I always thought that the LV, all Louis Vuitton shit that Jimmy wear, I thought it was fake. <laughs> so come to find out, he buys so much shit, they think you're a what? They think I'm a reseller. They yeah. flag me every time. They flag Jimmy. This motherfucker walks in there with $5,000 in $10 bills and $5 bills, bro. I gave and, him some ones, too. And some ones, too. It was fucking embarrassing as shit. Thank God a lady was such a sweetheart. 
I was really embarrassed, bro. <laughs> like, why would you do that, bro? And we're trying to go in there and have a decent time. I, I had a plan because some one of my clients gave me that, and I didn't want to fly with it. So, anyways, man. Oh, is that what you you met some clients out here? Mm -hmm. Okay. So one of the cool things was I definitely got the freshest slides I've ever had. They were fucking amazing. They they they're just real cool, man. I was really excited. We got to do some shopping. In fact, I will never shop for myself. I rarely ever shop, right? But um, I just looked at this quote right here, and it fucked me up, man. Cheap jewelry ain't good, and good jewelry ain't cheap. Amen. What you think about that, bro? Oh, that's like back in the day, you know what I mean? Cheap work ain't good, and good work ain't cheap. Yeah, man. And you know what? You get what you pay for. Look, done Rizzle. Oh, by the way, yeah, we were talking about it. We were talking about it in the, in the upcoming episode. I want to talk about it here. But... um. Yeah, bro. I don't know, man. It, it was uh, the first time. We've kicked it many times. But is this a TV show, The Adventures of Jimmy and Ben, or what? Yeah, TV shows are something we got to keep doing. We've been doing it so long, but, you know, I got to go right now. What the fuck? You got to go see shit, or no? No, no, no I got I to gotta go. I got to go hit some licks. Bro, it's 11, I'm sorry, it's 10.42 a.m. Where are you going to go right now? It's too uh, early. I'm about to hit them streets. You know, I'm the streets jeweler. You know, I'm going to be outside. Bro, man, why you? And I'm gonna get a little snack too. I ain't gonna lie, dog. This fasting thing you're doing is killing my stomach. Can, can you, can you just stop this criminal lifestyle, dog? Bro, I know you ain't calling me a criminal. Bro, you are a criminal. You're Bro, an ex-convict. No, I've never been in trouble in my life. You might have not been arrested or documented getting in trouble all your life, but don't give me that shit. I've known you 17 years. <laughs> I've been there for you in situations. All right. Last time I was arrested, I was a little kid. Yeah. I ain't never get in trouble. The last bro. time you was about to get arrested with 15 police officers surrounding you. Guys, That's all I got to say. I don't know what he's talking about. He's lying. 4 a.m., me coming in a rescue. Drunk Where? What city? Orlando, Florida. I've never been to Orlando, Florida, man. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, my man Jimmy got to go. Hey, bro. Yeah. Appreciate you, dog. You already know, Appreciate bro. you. That's my brother right there, Appreciate guys. No matter how much I talk shit about this fool, he knows me and him been doing some shit. I done pulled out shit on people and let them know what time it is. That's my bro. Thank you for coming on, dog. Love, bro. You already know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, Jimmy is fucking on his way to Dunkin' Donuts. He thinks he's slick. He ain't slick. Going to get his fucking food and shit and everything. So yeah, um, very little sports talk on this episode. Uh, it has been crazy as a motherfucker on the Final Four tip. I made some money. St. Peter's lost some money. St. Peter's is kind of crazy. Um, they didn't make it to the Final Four, which is all good. I think this situation with North Carolina and Duke in the Final Four is going to be ugly. This is going to cause a lot of shit for some reason. I got a feeling, even though I hate Duke, right? I got a feeling that Duke is going to get their payback for Coach K's final season in that final home game and that spoiler. I have a weird feeling that Duke is going to win, and I don't want them to win. I hope they fucking lose, right? But whoever wins that game is going to win the motherfucking chip, you know, and other than that, fuck March Madness. You know, it is what it is. Now, on Friday, Deshaun Watson made a, uh, his first public statement public speaking talking about the whole shit people are scrutinizing and criticizing the cleveland browns ceo the general manager and whatever 
And I'm like, look, dog, he won a second criminal case. I know the OJ situation is different, but look, it's like, it's 20. How come it's 20, 22, whatever? Bitch, I don't give a fuck if it's 75. And dog, if it's somebody I didn't like, I'd still say this. It's real sus that nobody talks shit about nothing until that motherfucker wanted to get traded. One. Number two, the attorney representing the girls is attorney that works with the fucking Texans. I don't know, man. The civil suit's going to say, you know, I don't know if they're going to still, obviously can't let it be quiet. They're going to figure it out. I hope this motherfucker wins all these civil suits, you know, and I'm not trying to, you know, mute women and whatever it may be and everything else. Um, which brings back something real quick, man. It's kind of crazy. There was a situation, you know, right now, the Mint Collective is going on, and it went on this weekend in Vegas. I was kind of depressed. I'm not depressed. God, that's a terrible fucking way to describe myself. I was slightly bummed out that I couldn't be there. It was everyone in the hobby was there. You know, even though there's billions of dollars being made, the hobby's still a very small presence on social media. Very large presence on a small level, but I mean, as far as the high-level people, you don't see a lot of guys in the hobby who have 100,000 followers, 50, 20,000, you know, there, there's a few here and there, you know, and, and it, but it, it's a dope thing. Didn't get to go, but um, Blez, who is a prominent name in the hobby, um, I forgot the fucking guys who did the break, but, you know, they're breaking flawless, $40,000 a spot to get into the break spot, right? My boy Ken Golden's in there, who is literally the most politically correct person that I know in the hobby, and I guess they hired, the breakers hired girls, not necessarily in bikinis, but somewhat tight clothes. I think that maybe like a jog bra. Honestly, to tell you the truth, nothing crazy. But they were in somewhat sexy attire, like a ring girl would at a boxing match. And they were holding up the boxes and putting people's names for who was being broke, you know, whatever. And it caused an uproar in the hobby. Now, I know there are very few females in the hobby, and the ones that are prominent in it were very offended. They were um, highly bothered by it, and I'm torn. I understand why they'd be bothered by it, and um, I think it's something, you know, and I like to think I'm progressive with a lot of things. I just don't see for it to have caused that much of an uproar and people are like, of course you didn't because you don't like police and blah, blah, whatever. And I got all these fucking Tiki Torch, Trump fucking QAnon fucking people who are mad at me for all kinds of shit. But I don't know. Didn't seem like that big of a fucking deal. So um, it is what it fucking is, man. Uh, but anyways, guys. Oh yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. I almost went off to the shit. Force is getting closer to the end. There's only two more episodes left. I watched it. It wasn't bad again. There was some definitely, you know, a couple shockers in there. Again, kind of a filler building up on what's about to happen. So you know episode 9 and 10 are about to be fucking crazy. Definitely very watchable. I'm telling you, man, the more and more I watch the show, the more and more I really rock with this dude. Um, you know, Joseph Sakura. Um, I'm excited, man. Anytime you guys have any great shows that are fucking involved, you know, drug dealing, fucking jail, you know, police shit, you know, scandalous shit, all that stuff, I would love to hear your suggestions. You know, hit the fucking email behind the baller pod, uh, the DMs, you know, the Ben Baller Pod DMs. Please, <laughs> I, I don't need any more DMs sent my way. And um, yeah. That's it, man. That is the episode. You know what I'm saying? I got to thank my boy J-Boy for coming on and hosting the app. He really fucking left. 
fucking weirdo. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But yeah, I'm actually here until the nighttime. And I leave in the morning tomorrow. But uh, New York City, I love you. Always have, always will. Can't wait to bring my kids out here to, you know, so they can fucking have a good time out here and do their home alone shit and all that other stuff. But right about now, you're about to hear the sounds of my man at Lakey. Uh, that's Lakey Lake for the BTB Army, and he's gonna send us home. And again, guys, much love. Peace, y'all.